Hey, what's up? My name is Stephen, and this is the Nook Podcast. As we head for Christmas this year, I'm doing a special set of shows that will take a slightly unconventional look at this holiday. Over these five weeks, we're going to open the Bible and talk about things from a handful of different perspectives. I hope that you have some time to pause and reflect on some of the most incredible truths that I think we tend to blow by when we get so busy and so much can feel predictable. May they serve as a reminder as to why God can be trusted and how a long line of events leading up to and beyond the birth of Christ should mean more to us than we can ever imagine. God bless. As long as I can remember, I have been fascinated with time travel. As a kid, I grew up watching TV shows and movies that fed my fascination. On Saturday mornings, I would watch Land of the Lost, featuring some of the worst animation the world has ever seen. But what did I care? I was eight years old. Three explorers in a raft plummet down a secret waterfall and find themselves in a prehistoric somewhere and are now forced to survive. Isn't he cute? He may be cute, Holly, but he's still a dinosaur, and that makes him dangerous. I think I'll name him Spot. Spot? Are you kidding? That thing out there is bigger than any dog I've ever seen. It's a Tyrannosaur. Come on, let's get going before he sees us. I was privileged to watch this juggernaut of storytelling for three years. A few years later, my mind was blown by a film called Time After Time. The time is 1893, and novelist and inventor H.G. Wells makes a startling announcement. Gentlemen, I am talking about traveling through time in a machine constructed for that very purpose. The first to use the machine, however, is Dr. John Leslie Stevenson. (laughs) Better known to history as Jack the Ripper. And what was to be a voyage of discovery, in an instant, becomes a manhunt through time. From 19th century England to 20th century San Francisco. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention the Back to the Future trilogy. I'm Dr. Emmett Brown. I'm standing on the parking lot at Twin Pines Mall. It's Saturday morning, October 26, 1985, 1.18 a.m., and this is temporal experiment number one. This brought me the best of both worlds by going backwards and forwards through time. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious... Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Doc. Uh, Are you telling me that you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? I have gone to this much detail in setting up what will be a five-part series that I am simply calling Prepare. 
Now, I will probably have to be a whole lot more descriptive in my episode titles, or no one will have any idea where I'm going with this, but that's still what it's called. And my hope is that by the end of these five weeks, it will all make sense to you. As we prepare for the biggest push of the holiday season, I'm going to be taking a look back to reference a timeline that began more than 700 years before Jesus was born. Allow me to introduce you to Isaiah. I could take the next few weeks and do an intense study on this book of the Bible named after him, but for brevity's sake and keeping things in context for this series, I'll give you more of an overview and get to the point. Isaiah was a prophet. He saw and heard things that no one else did. His time as a prophet began with an unbelievable encounter with Almighty God that is chronicled in chapter 6. This chapter doesn't give any indication on how Isaiah found himself in the presence of God, but oh, I wish they had. He was seeing the Lord on a high and lofty throne, and heavenly beings, each with six wings. Two covered their faces, two covered their feet, and with the final pair, they flew around God's throne while calling to each other, saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of heaven's armies. Everything started to shake, and smoke filled the room. As you might imagine, in this moment, Isaiah is convinced that his life is over. He said, Woe is me, my life is ruined because I am a man of unclean lips and live among a people of unclean lips. Then one of the heavenly beings flies over to him with a burning coal and touched it to his lips and pronounced that his sins had been removed. Then he heard the voice of the Lord ask, Who will I send? Who will go for us? And Isaiah answers, Here am I, send me. God then warns him that most of what he will say to people will never be understood. Can you imagine being given an assignment with such futility? Later, in what would be Isaiah's greatest prophecies ever spoken, first in chapter 7, verse 14, he said, The Lord himself will give you a sign. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. And then again in chapter 9, when his words took on even more weight. First in verse 1 where it says, Nevertheless, that time of darkness and despair will not go on forever. Side note, I get to talk so much more about that next week. And then in verses 6 and 7, Isaiah was seeing things so clearly in the future that he spoke of them as if they had already happened. For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His government and his peace will never end. He will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor David for all eternity. 
the passionate commitment of the Lord of Heaven's armies will make this happen. The birth of Christ didn't just happen out of the blue. It was all spoken of hundreds of years before it happened. Does that just blow your mind? We have the amazing privilege of being able to see this timeline from the perspective of history. This is the kind of thing that has been coming alive for me as I have gotten more accustomed to reading the Bible, seeing how it all points to one thing, the life death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So as we all prepare for our own times of celebration of his birth, I hope that you have some time to reflect on more than just that one aspect of who Jesus is in the right now. Thank you so much for taking this time-traveling journey with me. I've got links to the scriptures that I referenced in the show notes if you'd like to look them up for yourself. This series will continue each Monday through the month of December. Make sure that you are subscribed to The Nook on your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss any of it. Five-star ratings and a good review on Apple Podcasts makes it easier for people to find this show. I would so appreciate you taking a few minutes to do that. I also appreciate the folks who have shared these episodes with friends and family. Thank you so much for listening, and I will catch you here next time as we continue this special time of preparation in the Nook. The Nook Podcast is a production of Sozo Digital Media.